This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Hey guys, it's Murph. A couple announcements up top. First, we are going to be taking a break from the Bohemia campaign starting in two weeks. So on Thursday, September 5th, and Thursday, September 12th, we will be releasing new Trinivale episodes. On Thursday, September 19th, we will be posting one of the live shows from our September tour. I need a little time to prepare for the last quarter of the campaign, but we will still be producing plenty of content in the meantime. Just to be clear, that means that this week and next week will be Bohemia, then three weeks of Trinivale and live shows, then back to Bohemia. If you want to see the Band of Boobs during our break, come to one of our live shows. There are still plenty of tickets left in Atlanta on September 10th, New York on September 12th, and Boston on September 13th. You can get tickets at nadpod.com live. On with the show. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. Bohemia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, sure foot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Simon, badass lass in the thinking cap. Nice. (laughs) And of course, Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold V, Akarat's Nightmare. And yes, night is spelled with a K. Hell yeah. (laughs) And of course, we've got our returning guest... Sakoyama. Hello, Mavericks, the unschooled, uh, having a blast while disintegrating some ass. <laughs> and skipping class. <laughs> and skipping class. Exactly. Blast that ass, no Blast class. Blast that ass. But for half damage. No, of course. <laughs> that means farting, right? Yes. Blasting <laughs> ass. All right. You better hope. Very good. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Okay, guys, let's do a little recap. Last week, you guys began the final round of the Glade Home Wizard Tournament, joining three other teams in a free-for-all for for possession of the Thinking Cap, the prized relic of the elves. The Masters summoned a Guardian to kick off the round, inserting a giant goat fiend into the mix and a healthy dose of chaos. During the melee, the gnomish wizard snuck off and found her way to the secret basement containing the Allcaster, a powerful apparatus that could allow someone to cast a spell 
on the entire city. Hard One and Ren rushed down <laughs> to stop her, while the rest of the boobs, the elves, and the necromancer team did battle with the goat fiend. Moonshine scuffled with one of the necromancer's death knights for possession of the thinking cap early on, and he revealed himself to be Akarat in disguise on a mission to win the crown for the Nine Hells. With help from Mavris, Moonshine was able to wrestle the crown away from them, don it, and take the throne. The fiend tried its damnedest to kill Moonshine with power word kill, but Mavris countered every attempt. Meanwhile, Hard One confronted the gnomish mage uh, who introduced herself as Lilith Latrix and revealed that she was trying to destroy the city in service of the goddess. Using the spell Time Stop, she was able to get past Hard One and an arcane barrier to cast dispel magic on the entire city. However, since Hard One cornered her and forced her to use her only ninth level spell, her dispel wasn't as potent and only dispelled half of the city's levitation. You began to feel the castle lurch forward, but before it could plummet, Hard One killed the gnome and Ren cast levitate on the city as the flying island city rocked unsteadily in the air Mavris rushed downstairs to help meanwhile Beverly confronted Akarat and was doing well until a well-timed smite slash critical hit combo sent him flying unconscious from the top of the great hall to the floor below thinking quickly Moonshine grabbed Beverly and casted stone shape turning the ground below them into a slide to the secret basement <laughs> so they could join the rest of their party Beverly was healed as Mavris cast a more powerful levitate spell on the city, further stabilizing it. And that's where we are now. A the- lot happened. Yep. Wow. It's wow. the least fun slide I've ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> cool that Moonshine was, was a... Fun. It's still pretty fun. <laughs> You're a toboggan. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just, there's a lot of great slides in Hillholm. You didn't see them because they were on fire. <laughs> All right. Maybe be grateful for the slide that saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> what's a slide? Is that like when you Rin, don't what's make... a slide? Yeah, what's <laughs> what's a slide? Yeah. You never heard of a slide or never a slide? seen slide? Is that like oh. when you like have, make a lot of money one year and only make kind of a lot of money the next year and your money kind of slides I, down? Um, handy, oh. I use Handy Andy to pickpocket him. <laughs> oh, speaking of pickpocketing... Can we look at that gnome's body? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Her name was uh Lilith Latrix. She was uh she was trying to do some st- something in service of of the Allah. Uh you go over to her body and yeah, she has this um magical cloak on her that has like a starry sky on it um and the stars twinkle. Um you see she also has a necklace uh that has the sword of the chosen on it. Hmm. Uh Rin? Yeah, not fucking with you right now. Truce right now. Um, Can yeah, you... I thought I thought we were friends. No, yeah, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, we're friends. Right. Sure. Yeah. Can you identify those things? Um, <laughs> of course I can. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's powering up. Uh, Ren will go over, uh, pulls the cloak off of the gnome's body and casts identify. So this robe is called the Robe of the Archmagi. When you wear it, uh, you gain the following benefits. If you aren't wearing armor, your base armor class is 15 plus your dexterity modifier, which is quite a bit. that's why. You have advantage on saving throws against spells and other magical effects. Your spell save DC and spell attack bonus each increase by two. So Mm. it's pretty damn good. Ren uh, relays all of that to you in a super pretentious way, and he goes, you know what? I actually might take I'm this. I'm going to slap oh. Ren in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Um, Handy Andy got a 30 to stealth to pickpocket Ren. Um, <laughs> you should definitely take the cloak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to... I'll roll a perception check from Ren, but unless he gets a that's funny. <laughs> okay, I'm going to... 
I'm gonna roll a D10, and that's how many platinum he just has in his pocket. <laughs> oh, he's so rich. Uh, seven platinum. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Our fortune grows. Ren, you don't deserve the cloak. Why? I saved the city. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, look, Ren, I killed the gnome. This is my cloak. <laughs> Wow. Well, well, fair is fair. Uh-huh. It's like a beach towel on you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of like a, wearing a bib backwards. <laughs> uh, here, Mavris, this is yours. No, no, I have a sick cloak already. I. Uh, oh, I, yeah. I have a pretty... I. It hasn't really come into play very much right now, but I already have a pretty cool cloak. Uh, so, fully up for grabs, except for Rin. I'll wear a cloak. Moonshine, Sweet. this is your cloak. I mean, unless Balnor wants it. I got a cap and a cloak. I'm turning into a damn high elf here. Yeah, yeah you throw the cloak on, and um, Moonshine looks extremely regal right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I prostrate. Whoa. Moonshine Ertia. <laughs> Don't forget the Simon, okay? I'm hyphenating. <laughs> Dirtiest of the clean. Cleanest of the dirty. Uh, so uh, just to be clear again on the rules of the tournament, so you guys need to sit on the headmaster's throne for one full minute while holding the thinking cap. So right now you guys have the thinking cap, and Akarat has the throne. His team is still upstairs. They're presumably in the Great Hall up there. Can I do like a sense evil to see if I can ping them and see if they're still in the Great Hall? Uh, sure. Yeah, go ahead and I guess make like a perception check. Shout out to the two crew. Mm. They're in Gladeholm. <laughs> I bet they're up there. I bet they're just. I mean, I bet they're just circling the throne. Yeah, like, the like slide's gone, right? Like we, it's not like we see like a whole. Up no, there. It's, yeah. it's presumably it goes away really quick. Or did you dismiss it? Um, yeah, oh. I would dismiss. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, snap it away. Yeah. Uh, so you see, also down here with you is Coexis, who's super oh. like bloody and hurt oh. and has raspy breath. I grip my hammer. All right, there's only one noble thing to do. What are you? What are you? <laughs> doing? We've got to put this beast out of what? Its misery. No. It's time. <laughs> you time. can't eat like, every animal you meet. I'm not even hungry. I'm not an animal. I'm older than all of you. I'm probably smarter than all of you. I'm petting him. I'm giving him chinny scratches. Thank you. This is how you treat an ancient beast. Uh, are you allergic to potions of greater healing? Don't worry about me. Um, you all have um, a, a much bigger fight ahead of you than I do. I'm, I'm not allowed to get involved in the tournament proper. I'm just down here protecting the all... Caster. Mm. Um, okay. Thank you, okay. by the way, um, Mavris, for uh, saving the city. Thank you, Hard One, for saving the city. <laughs> what about me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you, Ren. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Ren really was instrumental in saving the city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys yeah. do feel. right. So after Mavris casted the levitate, now it's just this weird thing where everything appears to be levitating but um, the entire castle is kind of rocking as if you're on like a boat. It's like the airship. It's just, yeah, it's, oh. it's like the airship. It's just this kind of like yeah, uneven thing. Okay. Oh, I don't like this one bit. I'm gonna freaking barf if we sit in this room longer. <laughs> 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 what are we doing? <laughs> what is causing the creaking? Like if I cast stone shape into the orb, would that then like heal the stone of the of the building? You could certainly try that, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll go up to the um, emerald cylinder. Sweet. And uh, cast stone shape and just imagine some uh, nice sturdy walls and 
Yeah, just like filling in the gaps that yeah. kind of cracked just or like the cement and stuff up. that broke. <laughs> yeah, like spackling. Yeah. Okay. Um, go ahead and remember um, while you're wearing the thinking cap, you have proficiency in arcana. Uh-huh. Go ahead and give me an arcana check. Can I help? <laughs> oh. And uh, do it with advantage. Hey, Ren, take notes on this, you little pissant. <laughs> Yeah. Really? Um, I okay. As the leader of this team, oh, I feel like whoa. we should be focusing on the other team upstairs. I do the Iceman thing at him again. <laughs> whoa! What? <laughs> Until you're wearing a jersey, you're not part of the team. Oh, that's gonna be twenty-four. Thank Ooh. you for the help once again, Mavris. Sweet. Um. So yeah, you guys, uh, Moonshine, you hold your hand out and you visualize um, kind of bringing the stone together and forming everything up, making everything strong again, filling in the gaps that cracked. And uh, you guys watch as Moonshine does this. She's wearing this starry cape. She's got this crown on. She looks, you're really seeing the high elf side of her. Moonshine, you look adorkable right now. (laughs) I look up and hair gets in my face and I brush it out of my face. This just looks like the new girl right now. You have three roommates. I I take out new Betsy and it's turned into a ukulele. (laughs) Uh, And you guys see uh, the... Castle stops moving. Settles in place. And then I real quick cast Guidance. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't. I know that I almost got into trouble with my dad when I did that. You see uh, Coexis is just like kind of drifting off uh, as he's like bleeding heavily. And he wakes up for a second and he goes, everyone... Calm down with casting it. No one's allowed back there. I only gave a day pass to one of you. Here, Moonshine, take a day pass. But after that, everyone cut it out. Okay, okay. You're a noble beast. Say the word and I will give you a proud death. Don't (laughs) kill me. Okay. (laughs) He bears his teeth at you. What do you you want with this relationship? I'm starting to like Ren more than you. (laughs) (laughs) That's the meanest thing anyone's ever said to me. I'm just going to put this out there right now. I'm pretty much useless right now. I've got two first level spells, one second level spell, and three third level spells, and that's all. We can do it. Like, I can I can do what I can, but I might not be much help if we go into battle right now. Hey, they can't do shit without the thinking cap. We can, yeah. You can zealous trance. I can... I'll take a quick trance. You know, I trance for eight hours now. Yeah, <laughs> long I don't think, trance. I don't think I've had the pleasure of witnessing you trance yet. Uh, oh, yeah. I did last night. Yeah, you're a loud trancer. Uh, I do a lot of thrashing while I trance. <laughs> yeah. Did you have like a trance terror? <laughs> I often do. <laughs> See, Ren just fully doesn't get the joke. That sounds like sleeping. <laughs> have him sleep. <laughs> I gestured to Beverly to, to kneel behind Red. Oh, I absolutely prepare for the tabletop. <laughs> and I, I have nibbleness in front of large creatures. Mavris, go ahead and make an athletics check against Ren. Can I help with that? Uh, sure. Or I guess Beverly would help. I, I got a nine. Uh, plus, he get, he, uh, yeah, plus two. He got a five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you tabletop him so hard he lands on his head and he just like rolls back. Oh, what? No, that was harder than I meant. Sorry. Why? <laughs> hey, why don't you trance for a second? Okay. Oh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I try for a really awkward high five with Mavris. Uh, I, I I give him as much as I can. Uh, it's sort of a low you high five. You gotta be careful. You know, sometimes you hurt your wrists on those. <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> um, I definitely banged my wrist real bad. <laughs> so we can take a break? You see, yeah. um, Coexis speaks up and he goes, there's nothing um, in the rules. <laughs> there's nothing in the rules that say a dog can't play basketball. Uh, no, yeah. he, he goes, um, there's nothing explicitly in the rules that says you can't steal the thinking cap and take a break. That is good strategy. There's mm. a good chance that um, the other team doesn't know that you're down here, although somehow that gnome knew about this, but we know of the grave robbers. They must have passed along that information to the other ones. Likely um, Lilith Latrix was a grave robber. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Quick says, what's your opinion? Am I okay to wear this dead gnome's cloak Absolutely fuck okay. her. I, okay, just she came, sure. She broke the rules down here. No one's allowed back here. Yeah. Everyone, in fact, it would make me feel a lot better if we could get out of this little hallway and go back into the main room. I mainly yeah. meant, like, I'm not going to get, like, seized with a necromantic uh, lust No, or that's anything. just a cool, starry robe. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Dope. It's wow. Great robe, bad gnome. <laughs> um, Is there anything that we want to do to, like... Prepare. Guard ourselves, or yeah. you guys see, you guys see, Ren speaks up and he goes, "Um, uh, as the leader of this team, um, I just want to make sure, um, and you know, this is me kind of being a benevolent leader because normally, um, get to the point, Ren, quickly. Right? Okay. Well, um, the question is, do we have a better chance now with us diminished, oh ho ho ho, and also the other team diminished, oh ho ho, or do we want to take a rest and then?" Us with all our stuff, them with all their stuff. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that was actually it's a pretty pretty good point. strategic. Yeah, I pants him. Jokes <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, on up. you! I'm not wearing pants. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I tunic him. Yeah, yeah. tunic. <laughs> he, he just grabbed. He you, just you yank tulip, his robe. You tulip his tunic. That's where you flip the tunic upside down, so it's like a flower coming out of his head. He's <laughs> so wearing little athletic shorts under there. Uh, yeah, you just like yank his robe up. <laughs> Gross, Ren. I saw your dick. <laughs> yeah, well, um, stop um, uprobing me. <laughs> you never been tulips? Come on. <laughs> we don't goof around here. Oh. It's just uh, so clear you're not the leader. I just don't understand why you keep thinking what you- it. You're on a different team. Can I send Handy Mandy to, Andy to steal more from him? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> 17. Uh, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm gonna roll a d4 this time. He doesn't have that, but you, you mostly robbed him blind. Um, you get another piece of platinum. Um, just to prove the point to drive the hammer further in, uh, I fashion a little C patch. Um, I, I imagine I'm, you know, I, I know how to make a patch on the, on the fly. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I fix it. Uh, to Maverick's jersey. Oh my god. As you're walking towards Maverick's, I stood perfectly straight (laughs) and tall and I shut my eyes proudly (laughs) knowing deep in my heart that the sea was about to be (laughs) sewn onto my chest. I whispered a hard one, not this time. Oh, nice, Maverick's. Just this once, just this once. (laughs) You're a champion of me, hard one. This is such an honor, thank you. Absolutely. (laughs) See, Ren? Yeah, no, this literally is, C. This is Ren. actually really <laughs> This is really smart. When we go up and we fight those devils, they'll think that Mavris, um, who is another devil, objectively look at him. He's got horns. Oh uh-huh. ha. Um gonna is on the de- <laughs> Oh ow. Wow. Okay. But, uh, Ren surprisingly makes a good point. I can't get any HP back. I, I'm out of hit dice, so 
I'm kind of stuck where I am, but I'm happy to like maybe read my book and try and uh, read up on. If I take Akhara. a four-hour trance, mm -hmm. I, all my spells will be back, um, so I can burn all the rest of my spells to um, heal you okay. right now. I can use a, uh, a trance to try to get some spells back. Right now, I'm I have almost nothing. I only have two. Yeah, I'm, I want to I want to go up there at full force. I think we should just go all out. I think we should. You think we should and, do four yeah. hours? I think we got to give ourselves all the chances we can. Um, okay. Even if that increases their chances, I think now that we're all together, now that we're unified, we're going to be stronger than we ever were. Hell yeah. I prepare um, a trancing pad for uh, Moonshine and Mavris. Okay, prepare. While what you about do me? Uh-huh. I trance. Fine. Do you, do you trance? Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ren, all right. come over here. You can trance with me. <laughs> <laughs> My new friend. Wow. Hey, hard one. can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> <laughs> one minute, Mavris. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding, bro. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. What up? I just feel like, I'm feeling like a little threatened by this sort of, <laughs> I just like ever since you and Rin came down here, it just feels like a little bit like, I don't know if that's like, you guys are the buds now or. Hey, Mavericks, look at that motherfucker. <laughs> I'll never be his friend. <laughs> Ren, you're supposed to sit on the pad. I don't know what yeah. you're trying to do. What? I do a handstand. <laughs> That's how you... Oh, okay. You yeah. trance stand? Yeah. I feel a lot better. Thank you. <laughs> All right, sweet. We bro hug. <laughs> you got to trance like hard one, horizontally. That's the only way to trance. Nice. I'm, I'm planking into the dragon's belly. <laughs> um, do we want right. to uh, get stuff back? Okay. What do, what do people need healing-wise? Um, I need 88. Okay. Hey, Ren. Uh, uh, so I'm yeah. giving you 88, uh -huh. mm -hmm. and then Ren. Um, Ren? I'm going to heal only Ren. Needs four, for... uh, Ren only needs four hours. Oh. Right. He'll just heal up. All right. Cool. No wow. one needs an extra 10. Okay, so I got Great. extra 10 hit points. No one needs it. I mean, Great. Quixis? Quixis? I give Quixis uh, 10. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I was kind of, uh, didn't want to ask, but um, I wasn't feeling great. Uh. Yeah, well, you know, what goes around comes around. Uh can I like help Quixus um, rub some bronze into his wounds? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, thank you. I love the feeling of metal on my um, exposed flesh. Oh, absolutely. I read about this in a book. You you use this as armor. Yeah. yeah I'll just smelt it right on there. Right. Just um, put some boiling hot metal on me. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you're enjoying it. Your yes. your foot is thumping uh, up and down. Yes. No one touched my horde while I was um, away from it, did they? Only to add more bronze to it. Oh, I like you. <laughs> I I, uh, I flick a platinum into it. Oh, <laughs> my lady. <laughs> I like you much better than this Joker. You know what? I, I'm taking I'm taking back your day pass. Takes back the day pass from Hard One. I, I'm friends with her. She's rich as hell. <laughs> In Draconic, I speak to uh, Quixus and say like. This is also from me. We all got this platinum for you. <laughs> thank, thank you, brother. Hey, yes. Ren. Ren, come on. Why don't you kick in a little platinum? I don't know what, what oh. you're doing. Yeah, are you not as rich as our uh, our wise elfin friend here? It's Jeez. fine if you if, well, yeah, you, if you don't, don't have wait. any money to splash around. That's fine. No, but if you give away money, how do you stay rich? <laughs> That, oh. Why would I give the dragon my money? <laughs> um, right? While we're <laughs> Mavis, you were afraid I liked this guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I see. I see it now. I really do. No, I mean he lives in a basement. What is he gonna do with it? <laughs> he easy, likes it. Easy. <laughs> it's good to have stuff. You know what that's like. You got stuff. 
I do. I have a lot of nice things. Um, Ren um, starts naming all of his nice things. Uh, <laughs> it takes the rest of the four hours. Oh, so that's how he trances. Um, um, he, he just gives off his Amazon wish list. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you were really w- rich, your wish list is your order history. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Put that on a pillow. Yes. Wow. Wow. Fucking That's so sick, new dude. money. Oh. <laughs> uh, what? So it's old money to make a wish list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's tacky to well buy, buy things, but it's fine to think about. I grew them. up in the Dorfinage in Iron Deep. We also had wish lists. There. Oh my a lot god, of you're a Dwarfin? That's hilarious. I headbutt him. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Ow. his father's name is Amazon, so that's who oh. we're making the wish list for. Mm. Um, so while we're all kind of uh, healing up and getting ready, um, I would like to go over to, to Mavris. And to everyone, but to Mavris mostly. And I, uh, I'm i holding my uh, tome of uh, archfiends and archdevils uh, behind my back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, Mavris, I know that you don't like looking at books, but oh. if you will allow me to teach you from this one, I think it will help us a lot in this fight. Uh, and then I pull out some chalk and I start writing equations and stuff on the, the wall of this uh, like underground uh, area that we're in. Uh, detailing ways to defeat devils, specifically all their weaknesses and stuff that I've learned from this book. Oh. Mavris is, you know, gripping his own thighs, sweating, <laughs> staring at, at this. He knows he should sit here, but every part of him wants to run away. <laughs> uh, go ahead, uh, Bev, go ahead and give me a history check cool. uh, with advantage, because you got some time and you're, you're looking at this book. Yeah. You'll get something out of it no matter what. Ooh, uh, it's going to be a 23. Okay, so you know that um, these kind of lesser Death Knight guys that were fighting the champions, they're not going to hit for nearly as much as Akarat. Mm -hmm. They only have a a couple different smites that they can do, lower level. Um, You know that they're pretty beefy, though. They're kind of hard to kill. They've got, um, metagaming-wise, like a lot of HP. Mm -hmm. Um, They're pretty heavily armored. Uh, and um, other than that, they can take, you know that um, they are basically like corrupted humanoids, so they can take like poison damage and stuff. They're not um, totally undead. And then Akarat um, was not around when this book was written, oh. um, but you are able to glean some information about powerful death knights that essentially get some necrotic spells as if they're necromancers he's basically just a just the opposite of you you know okay he's he's, me. he's an anti-paladin right. essentially he's me but stronger <laughs> right yeah is he ticklish is he ticklish yeah um it does say that uh, many devils are ticklish okay. <laughs> good, to know, good to know um i turn my eyes to mavris uh and see that he has been paying attention through this whole lecture uh, and I pull out from my sack uh, three treats for him to choose from for being a good boy. Wait a second. Are you saying you're saying that I could have one of these? Yeah. <laughs> you did a good job. You learned. Learning is fun. And what? you deserve a reward for it. Mavris is <laughs> shook to his core as he looks at these. Th- what are the treats? <laughs> well, there's a sticky hand. Uh-huh. This one's like a little dinosaur. Uh, and then there's the chattering teeth. Mavris, ask if you can get two. <laughs> what What are the rules on taking more than one if I promise to Mavris, be good later? Mavris, take the sticky hand and then use it to grab another one. <laughs> can I check out that sticky hand? 
Yeah, sure, of course. All right, Maverick takes a stick hand and tries to whip the dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, get, get the dinosaur. Bev is of... saying, well, of course, you know, learning is its own reward, but some people... Hey! <laughs> nice crowd! <laughs> Harmon, take it, hurry! <laughs> I dab up the sticky hand. <laughs> I'm going for the teeth. No! <laughs> I have nothing left to teach you. <laughs> and in a way, I've taught you. <laughs> <laughs> now you get a prize. <laughs> you give me the teeth back. Wow. I didn't want these. <laughs> uh, I ventriloquist them. That's okay, bud. <laughs> How are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I have so much to teach you still. Bev, is there anything in your um, in your book about whether or not all of them have resistance to fire damage? Uh, you would know that uh, the te- like a high prince of the nine hells um, would definitely at least have resistance to fire damage. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what about those other like corrupted humanoids? Bev, with that with that good of a role, you would know that they don't have resistance to fire damage. Okay, cool. Yep, Akarat can uh, skinny dip in a lake of fire, but uh, his death knights cannot. Whoa. That is what it says in the book right here. There's <laughs> oh. a skinny dipping table. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Creative Jesus. grandfather. <laughs> this book is lewd. <laughs> it's incredibly yeah. graphic. My great grandpa was a real good artist, though. I'll say that. Maybe a little bit of a pervert, too. <laughs> <laughs> the detail on this <laughs> penis right here. <laughs> These last three pages are obviously stuck together. <laughs> well, you know, it's been in the family for a while. Can I go ahead and can we can we just say that uh, my lecture on the nature of Archdevils yes, was yes, also yes, my yes. inspiring speech? Of course. Ooh. No, give another one. <laughs> uh, what's that mean? What do we get? You get uh, plus sixteen. <gasps> awesome. Back up. This is the most fun my school has ever been, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Quixis goes hard disagree. <laughs> Quixis, uh, no offense. But your job sucks. <laughs> what? No, I get to stay in a basement with my treasure. Can I do an inside check to see if Quixus secretly parties? Uh, sure. That's a 17. A 17. Quixus is a cat. Quixus just sleeps all day and <laughs> hangs out, and he's he's fine being here. He does not he does not secretly have a sad life or anything. He's just he's fine. Okay. <laughs> to each their own. Living his best life. I really like just kind of going to class and making fun of the stupid kids. <laughs> you know, the ones who have to like try and stuff. That's. I mean, those aren't the stupid. You're. What do you mean? You're a stupid kid. Yeah. <laughs> what? Did you go to like? Did your parents like have special tutors for you and yeah. stuff? Yeah. Why would they not? <sighs> okay. Never mind. Right. I don't think there's any getting through to you. Yeah. I feel like we're, I don't know if you're speaking a Creek Elf language or something right now. It just doesn't make much sense. Um, I lining bolt him. <laughs> he dies. No. Akira, here's where you are. While we're still chilling, while we're doing our final preparations, you know I got to throw one up to my boy Pelor. Sure. I drop to my knee. I fully prostrate. Uh, I do my trance. Uh, and, I, and I pray. And I say to Pelor, hey, big guy, I... I know that you're probably, you know, out surfing on the cosmic waves and the, the loud crash of the sea is drowning out my voice. But if you can hear me, uh, anything you can give me would be great. Uh, going out there for you, trying to get my dad back. You're like my big dad in the sky, so I think you could identify with that. Um, just anything you can do would be w- big help. I would like to piggyback off this moment 
to secretly cast Stone Skin on Bev. Okay. <laughs> which gives him resistance to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, oh, and slashing Whoa. damage. Nice. For um, but- an hour. It requires concentration, though, so I think I might do it on the thinking cap. Okay. Cool. And I figure I That's could do the roll down here, and if it doesn't work out, then it sure. won't be in battle. <laughs> also, things like that aren't that bad to fizzle with the thinking cap, because then you would just cast it on yourself, and it's just a wasted spell, essentially. Yeah. Um, Bev, go ahead and make a religion check, and we'll say with advantage, because Moonshine's kind of helping you. Ooh, uh, natural 20. Ooh. Natural 20. Oh. Really that. Ooh. <laughs> uh, this gets praying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I Bev, do a full squat when I pray. Bev, Good as you... As you pray to Pelor, you don't exactly have a vision or anything, but it does feel like somebody is suggesting something to you in your mind. Like you instantly kind of go to this memory and you go to kind of the strategy you had when you fought Akarat the first time. You see you escape from the bones. You see two allies next to you fighting against these knights getting cut down as you run in anger to face Akarat by yourself and then losing and you realize that is that's not how you're going to beat them you're not going to beat them by yourself I awake from my prayer and I say you know it's good to believe in the gods but I think there's even something stronger and something even closer by that I need to believe in Sorry, no, I wasn't casting a spell on you. <laughs> Bring it in. Team Mavris. What? Team Ren. <laughs> uh, I pull his sash out of his robe. Oh. <laughs> with, Mav- with it. Mavris puts his hand in. Moonshine puts her hand in. Hard one puts his hand in. Quixus puts a giant uh, dragon paw in. Ow, Jesus, fuck. that's shocking. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I figured, why not? Right? No, it one, is cool. two, three. Mavris. 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 Oh. Okay, so I passed my uh, wisdom thing. So now the thinking cap is concentrating on uh, giving Bev stone skin. Hell yeah. Operation. So you have resistance to. So you are a stony little lad now. Operation Boulder Boy is go. Operation <laughs> Boulder Boy Squats look go. like they're paying off, Bev. Yeah. God, that's that makes me jealous. I punched the wall. <laughs> I really underestimated this kid. <laughs> <laughs> so did Akarat. Um, so I go over to Quixus. Uh, hey, Quixus, uh, how, how are those wounds doing? You okay? Feeling all right? Yeah, so I'll, I'll be fine after a bit. Thank you. Um, so I'm just wondering, if there's a secret passage that leads to this room, are there any other secret passages we could take to try and, you know, get a bit of a stealth advantage on Akarat? Well, you get to this basement uh, through one of the towers at the corner of the Great Hall. Right. If you climb the stairs there, you can um, go upstairs into the classrooms. If you were to go directly above the Great Hall, you could perhaps use a spell to go through the floor or break something. Or uh, the, the ceiling is very tall, though. So um, you might... Tall, uh, yeah. You it's might, a beautiful you might building. In, you might injure yourself. Mm. Um, yeah. At the same time, you can also go back up the way you came down with yeah. stone shape or something. Hmm. Yeah, I considered that. I just feel like that might be more obvious. Yeah, they might be expecting that. Yeah, they're definitely right. not expecting us to come from the ceiling. I kind of like that plan. If we, but can then find we a all way. fall, and then we all take falling damage. I got the ring of feather fall. Doesn't I got feather fall as well. I could cast levitate on us. Okay, that's good. Sick. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's do that. 
Okay. So I won't even pass without Trace on us. We're just going <laughs> straight up to that. Yeah. That's so we awesome. go up. Or to I the... guess why not? I'll, I'll cast pass without Trace because I can because I have it once a day. So just while we're getting up to that classroom, we all have advantage on stealth rolls. Uh, yeah, Quixis, not 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 a bad idea. It, okay. it is. Uh, you'll have to go up the tower to get there. Okay. Yeah. All right. You ready? Sweet. Ready, Ren? Ready to drop in? I'm ready to be... Oh, you know what? I'll cast Levitate on uh, everyone if I get to be the leader. Uh-huh. I, fine, fine. Oh. Yeah, oh, right, yes. You're the leader. All right, team Ren, let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want, Ren, yeah. you you have a lot to learn from Mavris the Unschooled. <laughs> you are not anybody's friend, but you get to be part of the team. And I rip off both of his robe sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna cast levitate on this guy. Wait, but that was I just a good made thing. you a goddamn yeah, jersey. Just, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. I'm not used to having friends and things. <laughs> Who are those people on your team? The people I hired, I don't know. Oh, so what about God. Xander? Yeah, oh, except for Xander. Xander and I used to go Xander. down. If you go to the market, there's all these people who can't afford to buy things. <laughs> okay. It's uh, so funny. I sew one of the sleeves back on. Just, that's oh, going to be a 28 stealth roll from Handy Andy. <laughs> uh, this time he's only going to get gold. Uh, four gold. Okay. Just hold on to those sleeves, hard one. All right, gang, let's go. You guys... Um, uh, walk back over under the chute, hit the ground 19 times, and you shoot back up into the stairwell, into this um, tower. Uh, guys, go ahead and give me stealth checks. 29. Wow. I also got 29. Yeah. 28. 31. Sweet. Let me see what Ren gets. Ren ruins it for all of you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Ren got a 24. You guys are able to stealth up this winding staircase ever so quietly. Um, and you actually pass a few doorways that probably go like further into the castle because the great hall is so tall that um, the next floor above it probably isn't until like the fifth or the sixth story of it. Wow. Like it's pretty high up. Um, so uh, you guys go to the top of the tower here and there's a wooden door there with like a um, iron ring. Um, you guys sneak up, um, you pull it open and you see up here is not a proper classroom or anything. It looks like um, you guys would know from the history of Glade Home, or at least probably Beverly would know, and Mavris would maybe know if he paid attention at all. <laughs> What's up? Um, <laughs> or maybe, look. maybe even Ren is telling you guys in a super smug way, um, but this did used to be a royal castle. So you go up here and this is kind of the king's quarters. Ooh. Like on top. So um, it's it's a little, it's like, uh, it's well kept, but unused. Like things are a little dusty. It looks like people come up here and, and uh, clean like quasi often, but nobody really uses it. You see a bed that's kind of meticulously kept. Uh, you do see bookshelves and things like that, but nothing seems really used. Everything is in kind of like perfect condition. And there's like mirrors and stuff here, like a vanity and things like that. Mavris. I think it just, this is uh, clearly where I should be sleeping, right? Yes! <laughs> I was going can't to believe say. I was sitting in that classroom. <laughs> Must be nice to be up here, right? I think go ahead and write your name on the bed. Okay. <laughs> later, later. Let's, later, yeah. Yeah, let's not write our names on beds. What? <laughs> uh -huh. With a cross stitch on the pillow. Come on, Rin. Uh, so, yeah, so you guys, um, yeah, and there are... Um, 
Um, these beautiful big windows that look out onto the sea because um, Gladeholm is a floating city that's like right over the uh, west coast of Bohemia. Um, so the castle kind of narrows as it gets taller. So this room is not nearly as big as the Great Hall, obviously, but um, you can walk to the one side of it and um, Ren confirms for you that this would be over the Great Hall. Cool, cool. I'm really good with directions. Oh, <laughs> it's awesome, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah my dad rented this out as like an Airbnb one time. <sighs> nice, cool. Yeah. Positivity, everybody. <laughs> it cost a thousand platinum. That's wow. That's, yeah, that seems like a, a great vacation. I'm yeah, we had to fire one of our housekeepers to do that. Man, <laughs> Rin, Rin, I just, yeah, I what? think if, if you just didn't say anything, that would be better. Yeah, it's hitting a point. It's hitting a point. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys are all uh, in these uh, ancient king's quarters uh, above the Great Hall, and um, Ren starts looking through his spell book, and he goes, um, actually, I'm not going to be able to cast Levitate on all of you, but I can cast Fly, which is um, even better. Uh-huh. Ah. For yeah. once, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. On uh, all of us? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, do it's it. pretty hard. It's going to be like a seventh level spell for me to do it on all of us, but I can do it because I drown class. out his chatter by loudly uh, going fungal form. Okay, sweet. Um, Moonshine, you go into fungal form. Uh, I get one of Hard One's old shirts and make it into a cape for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely allow that to happen. <laughs> Maverick just kind of undoes his robe <laughs> so that he can have it like draping behind him as he flies. Hell yeah, Batman style. Uh, Ren casts fly on everybody and you guys all begin floating. You guys all have, um, until he loses concentration, you have a flying speed of 60. Wow. <laughs> so Thank you, Captain We're sitting Ren. down in Mortal Kombat. And you see Ren goes... <laughs> Oh, should I just kind of wait up here? I wouldn't want to lose concentration. Seems more like the strategic thing is for me yeah, to kind of just... I think so. Do we want to add him to the spores so we can get him if we need him? Yeah. All um, right. Bring it in. A hockaloogie. Yeah. <laughs> Open your mouth. She has to spit your mouth. And I anoint his uh, head with it. Okay, this is normal. <laughs> uh, so yeah, for it to work, we all have to spit on your forehead. <laughs> Oh. Here, I go first. <laughs> uh, everybody, Lugie's on Ren. <laughs> I might good. grab a quick six if you don't mind. Uh, he just gets in the bed. <laughs> oh, this concentration. Well, I, am, I can concentrate while I nap. God, it's like a tall Denny. I hate it. Ren, the other part of this is that we're also your conscience now. So you're hearing us in your head. <laughs> Fine, okay, I'll be ready to like run down the stairs if, if you need me or something. Be nice to people regardless of their socioeconomic class. But I, I jump out the window. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I follow. Sweet. So you guys want to basically fly down outside the windows of yeah, the Great Hall? Hover outside yeah. the windows. Seal Team 2. Crew. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, go ahead. And are you guys all going to the same window or are you going to different ones? I'll say that there are four very ones. large windows on both sides of the room. For the cool. record, Pawpaw is with us. So Pawpaw is also flying. Yeah, he's right? flying. <laughs> yes. Do you want to do like uh, two of us on the left side, two of us on the right side? Yeah, yeah. east yeah. and west. I think so. Yeah, so I'll do different. I'll windows. go. I'll go right. Okay. Yeah, I'll go right me and as Papa, well. I'll go right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The me boys got to go left. left. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. You guys uh, open windows in these King's quarters and fly down. Moonshine and Bev, you guys get on the one side. Mavericks and hard one, you guys get on the other side. This is kind of like stained glass, so it's not the easiest to see through. It's like red and black and silver. Um, but everybody go ahead and give me, first off, give me stealth checks. Okay. Fly without trace. Nat 20, baby. Nat 20. Mm. Okay, you're wow. so, I'm gonna say Moonshine's leading the way over there. Okay, you great. guys are so fucking stealthy. <gasps> you, you guys just land perfectly. I, Moonshine even lands perfectly and then just catches Bev, so he doesn't even make a sound when he hits the. Um, <laughs> Everyone remember to add 10. The stone. Add a 28. Perfect. 24. Cool. <sighs> Moonshine, thank you for catching. <laughs> so you guys arrive down there outside the windows. Um, everybody go ahead and give me perception checks as you look in. 20, not Nat. 11. 16. 25. Wow. Okay. Perfect that Hard One and Moonshine are on opposite sides. Hard One, you look across uh, to the other side of the room, the side that um, Bev and Moonshine are spying on, and you see that one of the Death Knights is perched up, hiding on the, like, giant windowsill. Um, There's, like, enough space there for somebody to, like, stand up there and kind of, like, hide back. 
um, and he has a bow. It's like ready to do something. Moonshine, you see the exact same thing on the other side. Okay, we I charades it. And then um, everybody, Akarat? everybody can see Akarat sitting on the throne. Um, the two champions' bodies, the elves who were cut down, laying there on the ground. Xander is laying on the ground, was like kind of zombified before, but fell down and was like seizing, uh, is now just laying there on the ground. Um, Moonshine, with your super high perception check, um, you notice that even through all of this stained glass and everything, you see Akarat to an unnatural extent is not moving. Oh, he's probably done something to... There's some kind of spell that you can make yourself look dead. False life. Did he leave his body, maybe? Is he, like, floating around or something? Should we try and take out these uh, guards with the bows? Maybe we should. Try and surprise them? That's going to be where we're the most effective. Are they... They're inside the window. They're on... They're inside They're on the window. They're inside, but on the windowsills, yeah. Can I break Pick them up and, like, just toss them out Yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys basically see... So I'm going to say that you guys can't really hear each other on Report Sports because this is a giant great hall, so you guys are pretty far apart. But you guys both kind of um, catch a glimpse of each other through the stained glass. It would be hard for somebody inside to see you guys, but you guys see each other um, because you know to look for each other. You kind of point the uh, Death Knights out to each other, and um, you relay to each other that they're both at the opposite end of the room from the like throne. They're at like the entrance at the first mm. windows. So if you guys would like to like fly over there, you can certainly try that. I think that sounds good. Go yeah. into a rage and try and wrestle this guy out. And oh, yeah. 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 Just like grab him through the window. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're going to, I'm going to try to toss this sky toss this guy. Yeah. Okay. But they're like cool. in the range that we can drag them and throw them to their death. If you right? fucking, gra- if you break the window and grab them, you can throw them. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. I nod to hard one. I nod to baby. Okay. Uh, right. So you so guys self check. Fly over. I'll say um, you guys are on the middle windows right now. Mavris and Bev, where do you guys want to set yourselves up for when shit hits the fan? Should we get above them? Or should we get, like try and get below them so we can like pop up? Could we do that without like a stealth roll? Basically go under the window so that the guards couldn't get visibility on us and then Oh, you just want to Oh, so you just want to like fly under these guys in case they need help? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I would al- I would allow you to do that yeah, without awesome. a stealth check. All right, cool. Sweet. So Mavericks just gets in a support position, gets low. under the window. We're all Beverly right now. gets We're under the window. We're going to these guys from the sky. <laughs> um, hard one and moonshine as you guys land on the same window that um, the guards are standing at, uh, go ahead and give me stealth checks. 21. 20. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Wait, I want to see what I would have gotten. Oh, that was a 19. <laughs> Thank God for passing out, Trace. <gasps> yeah. No, no, no. Okay, I'm going to roll in front of the table. Okay. They don't have any specialty in perception, just has plus two wisdom, so it needs to get an 18 or higher. Wow. 16. Oh. Hard one. As you land, oh. uh, you see uh, this dude turns around and starts to uh, look out the window. 
Um, but since you're flying, you're able to kind of just like back away, slowly creep back onto the ledge as he turns. I and... channel my bird caca. <laughs> Dark against the night. Moonshine, what did you get? 21? Okay. He's got to get a 19 or higher to get you. <laughs> Nat one. <laughs> this this yes. fucking idiot has bow drawn looking the wrong way, like looking into the great hall. Okay, yeah, I, uh, I'm i gonna go for it. Um, the second that I'm about to break through this uh, window, I'm going to drop past without trace and go into a rage. I'm gonna say he has disadvantage, especially because he just rolled a one. So let's have an athletics contest here. Mm-hmm. You roll with advantage. Because I'm he, in rage. He rolls with disadvantage. Okay. Okay. Literally another now one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got 16. 16. Moonshine. Finish him. <laughs> um, I want to Sonya Blade him. I want to do the uh, put my hands on the windowsill, kick my legs over my head, grab him with my thick ass thighs, and then toss him out the window. Moonshine, yeah. You do like a handspring, kick through the window, shattering glass everywhere. Um, This dude uh, looses his arrow, just freaked out, turns to see you. Your legs come forward, wrap around his neck. Will you put in some some meaty sound Hell effects? Hell yeah. <laughs> um, you do a back handspring with his neck still trapped yeah. um, between your feet, and you toss him out of the castle, like into the fucking air below. Into the yeah. uh, and he just yeah. fucking flies off. I can't believe can, he rolled in that one. Can That's... we say that Beverly pops his head in and does toasty? toasty. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, hard one. You see the window smashes, um, and this one guard is on high alert. What do you do? I punch through the window and try to grab this guy by the neck. Nice. Go ahead and give me an athletics check with advantage. 29. <laughs> Hard one, finish him. Cool. <laughs> um, I put my just my fist and only my fist through the window, grab him by the back of the neck, drag him out, uh, and I whisper to him right before I, I let him go, the one thing that you don't want to hear before you die. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, oh, can Mavericks do something to him for flavor? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah I drop him right past Mavericks. Yeah. Mavericks does in the air the splits and punches him in the nuts. <laughs> Hell yeah. Baller. This guy's falling there. So, yeah, you guys both smash through these windows, instantly grab the guards, throw them out of the castle. They both fly down these heavy ass death knights who don't have great decks. Um, they have no way of saving themselves. They disappear, uh, and uh, you guys see uh, psh, little splashes into the ocean, deep, 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 deep below. Um, God, they sank right to the bottom. We know so, that. Right? So the, probably the weight of their guilt. <laughs> so obviously, Akarat and the Necromancer know that you're here. You yeah. still don't see them. They have not reacted. Um, we're just gonna keep same old initiative that we've had. You guys Great. have just smashed through these windows. Okay. I also wanna point out that the thinking cap is what is giving uh, Bev uh, stone skin, so the fact that I'm in a rage doesn't fuck with that. Okay, great. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm flying into the room. I guess um, I'm low in the in- initiative order, so if, if we're still free of movement, I might just try and kind of like position myself 
towards the throne. Sweet. Um, no one has moved in here. You just see all these dead bodies on the floor, and Bev gets down into position kind of near yeah. the throne. I don't, like, I'm not going to try and stab through it because I feel like this is a trap, but I want to, like, faint like I'm doing that. Okay. Um, Bev gets up near the throne. What are you guys doing? Um, let's say, um, let's let's start taking turns. Mavericks. I think Mavericks is going to fly in and just fireball those three bodies on the ground if I can. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sweet. So the, um, I'm going to say the wizard, like Xander's body is not close enough to, you can either get the two champions or Xander. Hmm. I'm going to do burning hands on the two champions instead. Okay, cool. So you just, like, um, go down. down, you you um, fly like over them. A little, little drive-by. Like. Okay. <laughs> and you're going to do flaming hands on the champions. Uh, burning hands, yeah, yeah. Burning hands and on the champions. You know what? I'll do it at second level. Sweet. And is that deck saves? Yeah, deck saves. Okay. Uh, that would be 19 to both. And then I ignore resistances if because mm-hmm. I for people who have resistance to fire. You start burning the first body. Um, fire comes from your hand and you start roasting it. And you see as it hits, um, the champion comes to life and looks up at you and you see scooped out eyes. No. Um, this yeah, like extremely, body. like you guys have seen um, his hollow bodies before and like the eyeless ones. Um, this was like a rush job, like oh. a real sloppy one. Um, oh. Looks up at you and is going to take a crack at you as you um, fly by. Oh shit, okay. Um, I have uh, my trusty cloak of displacement. Oh, sweet. So they roll with disadvantage yes. on the, until they hit you. Yes. 22 to hit. Hits me, for sure. <laughs> 15 damage. Okay. Um, takes a second attack. You do see that um, uh, this champion is a little bit more lumbering now. Um, just metagaming-wise, they had three attacks before, um, but this time she just swings twice um, okay. and um, misses on the second one, and the other body that you burn flinches and then um, takes the helm off, um, and you see that this is Akarat wearing the elven plate. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. Only takes half of that fire damage, pops up, and goes after you. Oh, shit. Does he take half because he's got resistance? Because I ignore resistance to fire. Oh, then he just then he takes yeah. the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Hit the devil. Right on. Um, he pops up. How did you do that? How did I do what? You're laying on the ground, you fucking do- <laughs> <laughs> you fucking doink. Yeah, wait, what was your plan here? <laughs> to do exactly this? <laughs> to get two on the caster? Brilliant. You're you, brilliant. You did a full costume change for that? Um, that is 19 to hit uh, on the second attack. He missed hit. on the first one. Oh, can I use a reaction and use shield? I should have done that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So you use a reaction, you use shield. He does not hit you. <laughs> cool. uh, he's going to take a third attack. Um, shout out to the two crew. He he whiffs big time as um, Mavericks. You continue to fly away. Um, Bev, you see um, sitting on the throne, um, suddenly the body comes to life and charges at you. So you can take an attack as well because you're prepared there. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, so you know what? We'll just go in turn order. Great, so sure. they'll just take their turn first. So there's no surprise rounds happening. Um, you see this black helm falls off and you see again, uh, it's the other champion uh, looking all screwed up. Ah. I gotta respect a switcheroo. That's a classic goof. <laughs> um, that is truly a my nemesis. Nineteen to hit. Um, that misses. Nice misses wow, on the first wow. attack. Mm-hmm. Takes a 
Second attack and misses on the second attack. Woo-hoo. Shout out to the three Cree. Cool. That is Hard One's turn. Uh, Those right. guys basically just had reactions held. We'll basically skip their turns and go back to initiative once we can. Cool. Um, so I'm going to fly in next to Mavris and swing my Queen's Hammer at Akrot. Okay. Hey, Mavris. 16 does not hit. Does not hit. 26. That hits. Yeah. 19 damage. Sweet. Um, Bash Akarat in his new pretty plate mail. You're going to mess it up. <laughs> You're damn right. You're going to make am. it imperfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the fucking plan. I'm going to take my third attack. Shout out to the three Kree. Uh, Mrs. Big Time. See, I knew you didn't have it in you. Oh, you know what? I do have it in me. I'm going to take, I'm going to use my action surge. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Why not, right? That's our boy. You shouldn't have fucking teased me. I don't like that. <laughs> That's our co-captain. <laughs> Sorry, Mavris. Nat 20. <laughs> oh! Tight, dude. Totally fine with me. <laughs> Hard one drops out of the air after um, pulling a dude through a window and then just bashes Akarot in the face with the so queen's good. hammer. 36 damage. Jeez. Uh, then I rolled a four, and I had a 26 with another attack. So I'll roll one more set of damage. 12. Uh, cool. At the end of your turn, Akarat is going to use Dispel Magic on Mavris. You fall down out of the air. Mavris tries to make it look cool. <laughs> <laughs> you do a quick tuck and roll. Mavris hit the ground super hard. You did make that look cool, man. Fuck, my arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, uh, let's do Moonshine. Moonshine, Pawpaw, charge Akarat. Yes. Uh, Pawpaw's going first. He's got them pack tactics. Ooh. 23 going to hit? 23 is going to hit, yeah. Oh, good rolls, my boy. Uh, Pawpaw bites him for 14. Hell oh yeah. And then Papa he's got to do... He's got to do a strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Okay. (laughs) Super passes that. He gets a 23. Okay. And then I think I'm going to try to cast Contagion on Akarat. Okay. And I'm going to try and cast Flesh Rot, which will give him vulnerability to all damage. Ooh. Some double damage on everything. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, I thought That's it would just get rid of all of his, his resistances. Uh, no, it would do double damage on everything. Okay. Um, but you shit. see, as so you um, go to cast that, you see um, the dead body of Xander is actually the necromancer just wearing his robe, holds uh. his hand up, and is going to counterspell that. Um, all right, well, a... I spores him. <laughs> okay. Does uh, he take poison damage? Cause he he's does. Gotta... What level? I, I'm, I'm going to use a fifth level counterspell. What level is your spell? Fifth. Is this the spell you used on the dragon? Yeah. Nice. But there's a bunch of different sicknesses I can get. Okay, so you, you spores him for how much? So I spores that necromancer for 18. Nice. That messes him right up. He doesn't like getting hit. Uh, sweet. Um, so at the end of your turn, the uh, Akarat is going to take a um, legendary action to hit Mavris. With what? With a sword. Okay. Until the end of uh, my till my next turn, I still have twenty two AC. Okay. Cool. Nice. Very good. He gets a twenty two to hit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Twenty seven damage. Okay. That is Bev's turn. Okay. I am going to 
dive bomb the necromancer. Okay, you that's are gonna take an call. opportunity attack from the champion that's on you. That's fine. Okay. Ooh. Ball. Got that stone skin. That's yeah. that stone skin. Uh, that's a 20 to hit. Uh, my AC's 20, so yeah, it hits. So that hits, cool. yeah. Okay, so this is non-magical, um, so it would be 12 damage. You just take six. Oh, great. <laughs> so yeah, um, I am tucking into a tight corkscrew spiral, turning my uh, blade into a drill as I try and just bore right through this necromancer. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. uh, go ahead and uh, attack the necromancer. Cool. Does a 25 hit? Yes. Okay. Um, and the necromancer is evil, I imagine. I can add my extra Yes, D6. yes, 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 yes. Cool. <laughs> the necromancer? <laughs> <laughs> well, Erdan was a good sure, sure, necromancer. Sure. There's a couple good eggs. Yeah. Uh, 17 plus 5, 22? 22. 22 okay. damage. Does not like that one bit. All Looks right. very hurt already. Uh, well, then he's not going to like this either. My second attack begins now. Yeah. Kay. Get him. 29 to hit. Oh, uh, that'll hit. <laughs> this necromancer is wearing the most intense plate armor that has ever He's existed. wearing dragon mail. <laughs> uh, 21 damage. Uh, Bev, finish him. <laughs> oh, yes. Shit. Um, okay, here's what I do. Uh, I do exactly what I said. I bore through his stomach. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you just fly forward and skewer him. Um, and pin him up against the wall. And uh, as I do that, I pull myself out of him. I turn my eyes directly to Akarat and I deliver a vow of enmity to him Okay. as a bonus action. Uh, and I say, Akarat, Prince of the Nine Hells, I banish you forever to the gray beyond. Oh, I think maybe I'll be the one doing the banishing this time after I finish off this little counterspeller. You suck my ass. You suck my ass. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. Step Stepped on my moment a little bit, but it was pretty good. It was pretty oh, I'm good. sorry. You I'm suck sorry. my ass. Is <laughs> you so suck funny. my ass. You know what? Why don't you suck my you ass? You suck my ass. This is honestly better. Why don't you all suck each other's asses? Uh, this <laughs> is <laughs> Maverick's turn. I banish you. This is my eternity turn? Oh. of ass sucking. Um, yeah, now we're getting into the regular initiative order. Everything was wonky because those guys were like reacting to what you were doing. Gotcha. Uh, Maverick is just going to fireball. Go ahead. Take us all to hell. I love hell. <laughs> oh, you would. My you ass. would. Instead, I'm just going to use a firebolt cantrip, and I'm going to use the twin, uh, not twin, yeah, twin spell, uh, and hit uh, Akrot and the champion. And at 10th level, or 11th level, it's 3d10. Okay, cool. Shout out to the two crew. And then a 16. Um, you do not hit either. Oh, a 16 plus 11. Oh, Sorry. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah. hits. But that, then the other one was like 13. So. Okay. Um, so nah, it was the second one, so I guess that's the champion. Okay. Christ. I rolled a three, a one, and a two. So I hit him for uh, six plus five because I have elemental effect. Okay, 11. So, you know what? Suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> suck a part of his ass. That is hard one's turn. You're also going to have to suck my ass. <laughs> There's too much uh, sucking going on here. Uh, I'll swing my Get hammer. Get out of the kitchen then. Three times at Akarat. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the kitchen is for ass sucking. If you're in the kitchen, expect to get your ass sucked. Can't handle the sucking? Then get out of the ass. That's a shout out to the two crew, but then a 20, a 20 and a 26. 
the 20 is gonna miss. Wow. He's wearing his new, like, beautiful elven plate mail. Um, uh, but he does take the last attack. 18 damage. Um, now we're back in the turn order. Nice. Um, so that is Akarat's turn. Akarat is going to cast Staggering Smite on himself. On himself? Yeah, that's a bonus action. You light up your sword. Oh, cool. Um, then he is going to... <laughs> can I counterspell? Uh, you can counterspell it if you want. <laughs> His thing? Yeah, sure. Why okay, not? sweet. Um, what level counterspell? Uh, three. Okay, go ahead and roll because uh, it's a fourth level spell. Shout out to the two crew. Uh, wasted. Uh, you still cast the counterspell, so your counterspell yeah, fizzles. Yeah. Um, so we cast Staggering Smite, and then he's going to swing on Mavris here. Shit, Mavris, you might have to suck his ass. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, it happens. <laughs> That's a 22 to hit. He's so brave. Mavris will look cool doing it. <laughs> it's true, hero talk. 36 damage, and go ahead and give me a wisdom saving throw. You have advantage on wisdom saving throws due to our delicious feast. Still thinking about that dinner. 24 hours. (laughs) Well, even with advantage, I only rolled a nine. Okay, so you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks, and you can't take reactions until the end of my next turn. Oh, okay. Akarat's next turn. Damn, he can't so even prepare. those legendary things? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah you yeah, can't yeah, until it comes back around. Um, so that is only his first attack. He's going to take a second attack on you. That is a 19 to hit. Hits. Who's sucking whose ass now? <laughs> that is... I feel like you're missing the point. <laughs> no, we're talking about sucking ass here. This is what normal people say to All right, to fine. Each other. You're the champion of sucking yeah, ass. You're damn right I am. Long, yeah, I do it the right, right way. King of ass. Sucking. I do it the right way. Twenty nine damage. Okay, uh, I'm at thirty five. Uh, then takes a third attack. Shout out to the core four misses on that one. Oh, nice. Keep that it tight. is the necromancer turn. The necromancer's dead. Bye. Sucking ass in hell now. Sweet. Um, that is the two champions' turns. Akarat goes, focus your fire. This one's the most annoying. Um, you see the two <laughs> oh, champions descend on Mavris. First one takes first attack. 18 to hit. Hits. 14 damage on the okay. first attack. This champion takes second attack. Nat one. Misses big time. Just lumbering much slower than usual. Uh, the other one takes two attacks. 17 to hit. Hits. 11 damage. Okay. Uh, last attack. How you doing? Natural three misses. Ah! I'm, at, I'm at 10. <laughs> okay, okay. That is Moonshine's turn. Okay. Papa is going to attack Akarat. <laughs> does a 20 hit? 20 does not hit. Oh. I am going to try once again to cast Contagion and cast Flesh Rot on him uh, so that he's vulnerable to all damage. Okay. Come on, Moonshine. Warm him up. It's going to be a 23. A 23. Um, yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay, so, so what is the language of it? The yeah. language is um, at the... Your touch inflicts disease. Make a melee spell attack against a creature within your reach. On a hit, you afflict the creature with a disease of your choice from any of the ones described below. At the end of each of the target's turn, it must make a constitution saving throw. After failing three of these saving throws, the disease effects last for the duration, and the creature stops making these saves. After succeeding on three of these saving throws, the creature recovers from the disease. So it's like the blindness with the dragon. Yeah. Got it. Okay, vulnerability to all types of damage? Yes. 
then um, he's just vulnerable to all damage now. You guys just and crit on I every hit. And then I spores him for 18, which is now 36. becomes 36. <laughs> oh, those are the nastiest spores you've ever spored me with. <laughs> are you sure it's me? Maybe not you. You look a little under the weather. I gotta be honest. Maybe well, This yeah. is my perfect body. Are you brushing your teeth after my you prime eat ass? Body. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't might look pick prime. something up. <laughs> Suboptimal. For it's sure. melting. Your body is melting. Shut up. Shut up, everyone. You just look tired. Shut up. You're bald. Are you sleeping? Leave me alone. Uh, At the end of Moonshine's turn, is going to uh, use a legendary action to attack Mavris. That's a crit. I have 10 health, so... 46 damage. Mavris goes down. Uh, Captain! You see Akarat... Captain, my captain! ...cuts (laughs) Mavris down. Um, And as he cuts him down, um, he looks up at you, Moonshine, and he goes... The thinking cap, or I mutilate the body. That is Bev's turn. Um, Bev flies directly over to Mavris, touch hands him for one, and then uses his action to feed him a potion of greater healing. Ooh. <laughs> wow. You know uh, what, Akron? Have at it. Yeah, yeah. try and mutilate that body. Oh, uh, my will. <laughs> You mutilate yeah. a living body? Yeah, now that's a prime body. <laughs> yeah, Mavis wakes for up real. just just chugging this potion. <laughs> chug it, chug it. Suck it I'll like you suck it. ass. Show us what you learned. <laughs> Making eye contact with Akarat, just Are chugging you a potion. One, you're wearing one of those frat boy helmets and you put and Bev pours it into <laughs> I put it. it in the, I beer funnel it to yeah. him. Put it into just two cans on either side of my head. <laughs> do a potion stand. <laughs> I'll do one. Uh, I'm uh, a legend. How much does he roll for that? Potion of greater healing. Hold on, I might need to look that up. 4d4 plus 4. So, yeah, that's my turn. Okay. At the end of your turn, he's still going to swing at um, Mavris. I'll take you down no matter how many hits it takes, you little counterspeller. And he looks at you, Bev, and I would love to take another person away from you, you little snot. (laughs) (laughs) What you don't understand is... I barely matter. (laughs) (laughs) But not in a sad way. (laughs) Uh, 17 to hit? Yes. 25 damage. (laughs) Uh, I'm getting my ass kicked. You're supposed to get sucked. (laughs) That's what you say as you die. That is Mavris' turn. Mavris, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. Uh, Uh, Just a nine. A nine? Yes. That's one fail. As a legendary action, Akarat takes a sword and... Puts it through Mavris's chest. That's two, two fails. Oh. Mavris, Mavris is dead. Is dead. What? Uh, and he looks up and he goes. Two fails. And yeah, two fails from a hit. hit. Yeah. He has three fails. Oh God! I told you to give me the thinking cap. Well, now you aren't fucking bartering anymore. You just fucking got rid of your only, the only piece of that was valuable to me. What does it matter to me? I'll kill another one of your friends then. You just take and yeah, take. Just fucking try. Do you think it's gonna make your dad love you? I don't want love. I don't have time for it. Unlike you, I was born with a purpose. I am to deliver the material plane to Ilsed, the crown jewel of all the gods, the one plane they all created together, and my father will have it. Well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that is hard one's turn. You see your hard boy one. Your boy just got stabbed through the chest. Fuck okay. him up. He's taking double damage right now. I, so just uh, as, as, a, as a half-elf human fighter, I, my potion doesn't do shit for a dead body, does he's it? He's dead, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, don't worry. I saved Revivify. Right now we got to fucking kill Akarat. He's taking double damage. Yeah. Let's... Got it. Got it. Okay. 
Uh, I feel like we I could do some kind of Grinch type speech where you really just need a friend or a hug. You you have hate in your heart, but we we want to teach you to laugh and I just You could hate, become my friend, I'll take you to hell with me. I just hate you so much and I'm gonna hit you with a hammer now. Uh, sweet, go ahead. Twenty two. Uh twenty two would hit, but he's gonna use a reaction um oh. to block to parry. Okay. Plus six to his AC. Twenty eight. 28 does hit. There we go. 20, so that's 40 damage. 40 damage. Shit. Damn. Um, yeah, critical hit. You just smash right across his face. Um, you see a bunch of teeth fly off. Wow, that was a... Uh, those were my favorite teeth. Sort of an improvement. <laughs> <laughs> Did your dad buy those teeth? <laughs> Mavris is going to live, and you're going to suck his ass. 27. Uh, that hits. 1632. You smash him across the face, a bunch of teeth fly off, his jaws like totally broken. You really shouldn't you shouldn't have murdered the coolest kid at school. <laughs> you get everything you deserve. At least I'll die doing what I love. Being a piece of shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um he's going to uh, that is Akarat's turn. He is going to cast banishment on Beverly. Bring it. Uh go ahead and make a why do I keep doing banishment to you? I'm gonna, I'll say I, I did it anyway, but it's a charisma saving throw. Ha <laughs> Should do it to somebody without charisma. I flash my big braces-laden grin <laughs> <laughs> as I try to resist this banishment. It's um, gonna work this time. <laughs> uh, it's just a charisma save? Yep. Cool. 13. You guys see Beverly disappears. <laughs> okay. Uh, Akarat turns to you guys, um, and he looks at Mavris's body, and he goes, Uh, your friend Beverly will be gone for one minute. By my calculations, that'll make it too long before you can save your friend Mavris. I'm sorry. Maybe you should give me the thinking cap, and I'll let him come back. Okay, okay, let's... Easy, everybody. Why don't you bring Beverly back, and then we'll, then we'll talk. That is the champion's turns. Um, they are going to run forward and go after Papa. You sons of bitches. <laughs> you Papa no benefited honor. from the inspiring speech, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Hell yeah. Uh, he, he took notes during that lesson. <laughs> 15 damage to Papa. Nat 20 on Papa. So brutal. <laughs> Only 17 damage to Papa. He stands. Uh, the other one takes its two attacks. 14 to hit. How much? Yeah, that hits. Oh, okay. We should fashion pop off some little armor. 16 damage. That look cool. Still standing. One more attack. 19 yeah. to hit. That hits. Nine damage to Papa. Papa's down. Uh, you guys see um, the champion surround Papa, slash him, cut him down. Moonshine, that is your turn. So it is just... You and Hard One, Papa is down, knocked out. Mavris is dead on the ground, and Beverly has disappeared to where you don't know. Uh, <laughs> I can still hear him screaming. So it shouldn't, yeah. it shouldn't be possible. It shouldn't be possible. Um. All right, Akra, I think you win. Uh, you want the fucking thinking cap? You're right. I care more about my friends than the fate of humanity. And as I reach for the cap. I cast a six-level lightning bolt on him. Oh, <laughs> what does he roll? Cool. It's 
a dexterity saving throw. He has disadvantage on saving throws now? because He spell. doesn't have disadvantage. No. He has vulnerability. So even if he passes, he'll take he... full damage. Damn. And if he takes full damage, he'll take double damage, which is very bad. He does have advantage on saving throws against magic, though. First roll is a 17. No, that doesn't pass. Okay, second <laughs> roll. Sixteen, he doesn't pass. That doesn't fucking pass. And you want to know why it would have passed, except um, because of my cloak. <laughs> Looks good on you. Oh my God. <laughs> so he takes sixty-six damage. Oh, that's the thirty-three, but then doubled is sixty-six. And then I also spores him for thirty-six. Jesus <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my God! So hopefully one of those will shake his concentration at least. Moonshine. Finish him. <gasps> All right. <laughs> I spread my ass cheeks. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. I would actually like to kill him just enough, hurt him just enough to break his concentration so that Bev can come back and then let Bev do the finishing blow. Okay, sweet. And you guys see as soon as Akarat is defeated, uh, the other two champions just plop down onto the ground, just fully dead bodies. So Moonshine, you lightning bolt this dude, was already kind of falling apart, is super vulnerable to all of this damage. You see um, the metal of his sword, the metal of his new plate and everything, he just fries in there and you see all of his skin, any skin left over that had melted off goes away and he just becomes this skeleton and begins like, falling apart and shattering. No, you can't do this. You're too weak. You don't deserve that. My father deserves it. Uh, You're right. I don't deserve it, but I know someone who does. (laughs) Beverly, you for a brief moment, it was not very long because it's only a couple seconds, you appeared um, in, in this plane that you would guess is maybe the Nine Hells. It was harmless to you. You did not get hurt or anything, but you're standing on extremely hot black rock in the middle of a lake of fire. And you see flames in the deep distance. And you can see a little silhouette of a little halfling man. Dad? I I reach out for him. Um, he's super, super far away. And you see, as you reach your hand out, um, it looks almost like the fire of the lake gets even further away. Like you get further away from him. His shadow gets smaller. No. Uh, but you hear a voice and it sounds like an echo, like it's echoing through this entire level of hell. And you hear him go, you know what happens when Akarat dies, right, Bev? You, you go free. I take his place. No! Beverly, you appear back. You see Akarat is just this smoking skeleton. You, what are you doing here? Bev, I saved him for you. I saved the last bite for you. Hit him, Bev. Go on. Finish this piece of shit. (laughs) If you don't finish him, I will, but... Beverly, we could be a happy family together. Your father, me, my dad, just a couple of sons hanging out with their dads. Um... Beverly takes the amulet off of his neck and just like presses it into Akarat's skull. 
just to try and like stabilize him, but keep him from dying. Sweet. Um, just starts like searing his skull. Yeah. You see, he falls on the ground and just starts spasming. I told you you were going to the grave forever. You don't deserve life, and you don't deserve death. And I take his head off, and I put it on my belt. Yeah, buddy. I do the same with Maverick. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Beverly, you pull Akarat's head off, um, and uh, you see as you pull his head off, his jaw comes loose, and he's no longer able to speak, but you do see that he is conscious. You do see that his eyeballs are still there, and you just see, like, the fury in his eyes, like, straining um, as he's on your belt loop now. I take him over to Mavris, slap his head right into Mavris's ass, <laughs> <laughs> and with my other hand, cast Revivify. <laughs> <gasps> yes. <laughs> so we have we have alternative um, resurrection oh, yeah. rules. If Beverly is going to be casting a spell with the help of Pelor, mm -hmm. can't help to get Malor in on the party. So I want to get in on that. I mean, I'll I'll drain a spell slot or anything like that to like commune with Malora yeah. and try and get. If you want to break this. whatever thinking cap concentration thing you have and just focus kind of all yeah. of your powers and like I give the I give the thinking cap permission to stop casting stone skin on Beverly and both me and the thinking cap are gonna uh, huddle up around Mavris and enhance Beverly's revivify. Yeah. Okay, nice. um, Mavris, go ahead and make your death saves again, but with advantage. First one, nat twenty. <laughs> Mavris Malora! instantly pops back up. You suck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Mavris. What happened? You, we you, did it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did it. Oh, we haven't fully done it yet. I oh, go yeah, sit my butt in the it. throne. Uh, you Wait, see, Ren yeah. runs down the stairs. We did it, gang. <laughs> Uh, Give me the C off your goddamn rope. <laughs> what? No, he, he made us fly. You can you can have an honorary C. Some extreme uh, honor Bever student bullshit. Beverly's going to make it lowercase yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's a lowercase C. You can't tell except when you're standing next to Mavris. Ren, I think uh, Quixus was asking about you. Oh, really? It seemed important. Something about like maybe you are a champion or something. Uh, go ahead and give me a deception <laughs> check with advantage. <laughs> Popping up from death to lie. Nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> of course the dragon wants to talk to me. Uh, runs back, uh, does the trick to get downstairs. Do you guys see him disappear? I'm going to close like a... The <laughs> put, like a <laughs> put, like put a chair or a something chest over there. on top of the hall. <laughs> Amazing. Now, uh, Moonshine. Yeah. Let's put you in that throne. Yeah, it's time for me to mount that throne. And I uh, dive bomb into the throne. <laughs> um, Moonshine, you sit. And then I say, Bev, can you give me like a fun little like a uh, um, New Year's Eve countdown for <laughs> a minute? It's a minute, right? That they that I need to sit in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I minor illusion uh, a big digital clock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Beverly, um, digital clock. <laughs> so it'll just be one number, and then a, and a minute later it'll just change. <laughs> All right. Okay. Not what I, I was going to say. It was like it starts at fifty nine oh, okay. seconds. Right. Right. Like I, no, I like watch. that better. I like it better. Also. Okay. One. <laughs> Beverly just holds up one finger. 
Um, you guys have the skull of Akarat on you. Mavris is back to life. Um, hard one, you stand proudly next to Moonshine. No, I absolutely kneel. <laughs> yeah, she, he takes a knee. Usually only does that for Mama, but in this case, Mavris uh, takes a knee as well. I feel like I got some new charisma in this cloak. Intelligence, right? <laughs> 30 oh, seconds. Moonshine. How do you know? It just says one. You um, wearing the thinking cap, the uh, ancient relic of the elves. You carry the pride of the elves with you. You sit in the headmaster's throne, your father's chair. Must be nice. The minute ends for a second. It feels a little anticlimactic. You guys can't figure out what to do. And then all of a sudden, a magic spell pushes all of the doors open, all of the windows open, and you guys can see the city in the distance, and you see throngs and throngs and throngs of people cheering as if they were watching the whole thing, just going absolutely nuts. Moonshine, 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 moonshine. Where's Lucanus? Is Lucanus here? Um, and you see the masters appear along with um, wizards and everybody uh, starts start flooding in. Everybody celebrating. It's like fucking Mardi Gras. Like everybody starts Ooh. celebrating in the streets. Lucanus runs up. Um, he grabs Moonshine and he goes, you look perfect there. We watched the whole thing. We saw everything. You were incredible. All of you were incredible. Hard one. Nice job stopping the world from ending. Beverly, nice job killing that devil dude. Mavris, I the know. counter spells. <laughs> the counter spells. My God, the counter spells. Um, grabs you by the face. You get free tuition here as long as you need. I might be quitting school. What? <laughs> actually, all this? Uh, Lucanus, I think there might be actually a room he really wants. This guy should be a professor. Look, if you let me teach a class <laughs> and I don't have to take any other classes <laughs> and there's that room upstairs that we just happened to find, looks pretty nice. <laughs> Uh, you see, uh, he looks concerned for a second, and then he goes, perhaps maybe you could coach like an intramural team or something? Mavris the school. I'll give you I'll give you the room and an intramural team. So you don't think I can, the champion can't teach a class is what I'm hearing. Uh, go ahead and give me a persuasion check with advantage. 24. <laughs> um, you see, he goes... Perhaps I have been a little old-fashioned in my way of thinking. Everyone, please welcome Mavers the Unschooled, the new professor of sorcery at Glade Home University. Uh, and everybody cheers. Mavers bows deeply. Woo! I'm going to be upstairs in my room. You guys see everyone here is celebrating. Some of the masters are not there, though. Um, looks like probably the uh, dude from Esri pieced as soon as they were able to, etc., etc. Um, so a lot of the bad guys aren't here, but everybody watched this whole thing. Um, you hear, yeah, cheers and everything. Lucanus explains to you that there were basically like spheres that people, like crystal balls, essentially, that people could watch the um, final round on. So everybody saw everything. So the entire- Electronic store with crystal balls essentially, in Essentially. <laughs> is Carl here? Awesome. Uh, yeah, Carl runs in. Dude, that was so solid. Hey, man. And you know what's solid? You are. <laughs> Balnor runs in like kind of drunk. Carl drove me here. He's so solid. He only had two beers so that he could drive. He would let you get fucked up so he could drive. That's just the... I'm just appreciating being here. Dude, can I live with you in that upstairs room? Carl? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) We're such great roommates. Well, isn't it... Well, we'll talk about it. (laughs) 
Um, and um, Moonshine, um, Lucanus I think, comes. I think uh, as all this like celebration is going on, um, it like kind of goes like slow motion for Moonshine for a moment as she like sits on the throne, and I think she just has a private little smile to herself, and it's just like, never in my life did I think a crick could be the pride of the elves, and then just smiles. <laughs> um, Moonshine, you look out at the crowd, high elves and crick elves celebrating together. And um, your father looking on at you proudly. And that's where we'll end our session. Oh, oh. I'm so warm and fuzzy on oh, the inside, man. man. Oh. Never's got a new room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Truly the most important thing that happened in that episode. Wow. Oh, Mavris has a single? <laughs> oh, shit, oh, you got a single. That's awesome. Oh, fuck yes. That's awesome that you live in the fucking castle now. <laughs> so much beer pong space. In a way, I'm a king. <laughs> king of this school. <laughs> Literally king of the school. <laughs> I'm the fucking king of this school. Oh, You're going to be such a bad teacher. <laughs> There's many types of learning. <laughs> That's true. You're never going to assign a single written paper. Because then you'd have to read them. Yeah. Find a beautiful leaf. <laughs> School's not for everyone, but anybody can teach. <laughs> those who can't do, teach. And those who can't teach should also teach. <laughs> wow. Um, we'll talk about it more on the short rest, but you guys did fucking awesome in that final battle. Got a little dicey uh, yeah. there at the very end, but it's... Jesus. Now, you got to knock out Mavericks. He's got too many fucking counter spells. That was yeah. messed up all my banishments But before. Bev, with the knocking out the necromancer, yeah. allowed me to get the contagion. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Bev finding that shit out about his dad was pretty harrowing for... Yep. As well, Jesus. Yeah. I'm so fucking glad that I saved... Um, wait, this is all. This is all good yeah. short rest yeah. material. Yeah. Subscribe doing? to the short rest, you pieces of shit. Go on over to <laughs> patreoncom nadpod. That's N A D D P O D. Don't sing yet. Uh, we'll be talking more about this episode. If um, you don't subscribe to the short rest, Ren will laugh at you for being poor. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Ren missed the whole celebration. That's canon. Ren was in the basement the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, guys, um, we got some stuff to plug. We got some shows coming up. You can come Ooh. see us. Uh, some of the shows are sold out, but you can come see us September 10th in Atlanta. Uh, you can see us September 12th in New York. And you can see us September 13th in Boston. Uh, guys, you can get those tickets over at nadpod.com slash live. Correct. Caldwell, what do you have to plug? We've mentioned this a few times, but the New York show is going to be uh, revisiting the Barry incident. I yes. That's Featuring... Jonathan Tinkle. Yes, That's Nathan right. Yaffe will be joining us on stage. Uh, the portent, portly gnome himself. <laughs> um, this week, I would like to plug Big City Greens. It's a television show I worked on. I think it's really nice and cute. It's fun for the whole family. Uh, you can check it out on Disney soon on Disney Plus, I believe. Um, that's With right. the Avengers, right? That's right. Next, uh, it's going to be uh, the Falcon uh, and uh, Winter Soldier and Big City Greens all, all together right next to each other. Um, yeah, so Amazon, iTunes, uh, Disney, Disney Plus. Check it out. It's a fun show. Hell yeah. Uh, Zach, you got anything to plug? Uh, I'll just plug uh, Dimension 20, uh, Unsleeping City again. And I think around now that episode of... Adam ruins everything I wrote that Emily is in is probably Ooh, hearing around yeah. now. Very yeah. Very cool. 
Um, Adam cool. ruins D and D. Impossible. Uh, Murph, we should also plug. We got uh, um, September twentieth. It's coming up. Um, all of Hot Date season two goes to the Pop Now streaming app. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. September twentieth, our wedding anniversary. Which is also our wedding oh. anniversary. Oh. Which so is celebrate. just a complete coincidence. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You can watch the show on Pop TV live. Um, they're going to be airing uh, two episodes every week. Uh, you can see the first and second episode on September twentieth. Um, but if you want to just download the Pop Now app, you can watch all of them, binge them in one weekend. I know a lot of y'all did not get Murph and Emily wedding gifts. So <laughs> this would actually be really great. So get them ratings of y'all. <laughs> uh, Jake, what do you got to plug? Um, you know, I'll plug I'll plug our Manchester show. Yeah. Our, our show, we have two more Ooh. shows in Europe, London and Manchester. I believe London already sold out. I honestly have no idea if Manchester sold out or not because it's the venues don't respond to us when we <laughs> ask. Uh, but if if Manchester has not sold out, go check it out. See if yeah. you can get a ticket. Come see the boobs abroad. Yeah. Ooh, boobs the abroad. boobs Ooh, abroad. I'm so, excited. <laughs> so excited for all Holy of our shows. Holy shit, that's such a good name for the boobs mini abroad. tour. The uh, boobs very abroad. Scintillating. You know? uh, guys, um, follow us on Twitter at chmurfisme, at caldyscaldwell, at Emily, at Jake Hurwitz is Jake, and at Zach Oyama is Zach Oyama. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. We are, we are, youth of the nation. Yeah, baby, thank you. Well done. Ah, the Benevolent Council of Elders. Please allow us to thank Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven, always on call to kill a cockroach for one of their relatives, which is actually pretty impressive, since to a halfling a cockroach is quite large. JLoma72, aka Steelbreaker, Hard One's Gymspiration. JLoma72 has a workout app that Hard One's been secretly using on the road. There's a lot of burpees on it. Fuck yeah. Dylan B, a sword-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times. Has a brother who is a razor-wielding wizard surrounded by a floating army of blades at all times, who, much to the disgrace of the family, became a very quick barber. Danny P, Bahumia's resident artist, painted Hard One's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage. Hard One demanded so many revisions, Danny P actually got sick of it, and the portrait remains unfinished and unperfect, I might add. Spencer, cask brew, patron, elder of libation, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, Spencer made a tiefling sangria in honor of Mavris that looks like blood and lights on fire. That's awesome. Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia, also the longest thumb in all of Bohemia, which is quite startling to behold. So not even the thumbnail, just the longest thumb. Insane. Intermez W, the Bat King, heroically held all of Gladehome on their back as it was plummeting and is the real reason Gladehome stabilized. An unsung hero. Take that, Ren. Spartus, a barbarian therapist. Spartus teaches you to rage from a place of love. Adam R, the R-rated assassin. Their mugshot is heavily pixelated. Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly, she actually unlocked the windows right before the band of boobs dragged the Death Knights out of them. Cool, thanks for helping us. Hugh C, AKA Haldorf Rossback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias in red, has only ever pissed off the SS Stormborn, never used a toilet before. Wow. Danielle Yu, AKA Multifor, the many-faced magician, very consistent and predictable personality though. So there's that. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, currently setting up their booth to DJ the wizard tournament after party. 
Damn, that shit's gonna be lit. Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, Born of the Sword, and Vanquisher of Boars. Jeff just knows what to say to get out of a bad conversation. You gotta excuse yourself, bud. Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned Crick Barkitect, has been very helpful patching up the infrastructural damage Gladehome took with Bark. I appreciate it. John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom, currently floating down the Gladehome moat on a leaf and telling anyone who will listen about how much they hate Goatmen and Wargers. I could listen to that shit forever. Ryan M., Hard Ones Ram, just entered the fighting ring in Esri because they have nothing to live for anymore on a hot winning streak for the same reason, though. Don't worry, buddy, I'm coming for you. Elena C., a chosen soldier who, in the privacy of their own home, enjoys the blasphemous gluttony of a milkshake. God, that's fucked up. Michael McD, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, recently confused their alchemist kit for their mixologist kit and accidentally created a fog cloud of Bacardi Raz. Andrew M, a bumblebear, which sounds adorable, but is actually a bumblebee the size of a polar bear, and it's terrifying. Victor T, Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. Sometimes when Balnor has too many butt heavies, he momentarily plane shifts back. It's just very confusing for Victor. Justin I, a warlock who has so many spell slots as the enemy they are fighting has eyes. Great in a fight against spiders, not so much uh, against an army of blind albino cave crabs. Jacob C. taught Ren the fly spell, only did it get Ren to fly away from them. Nice. Elena M., the only duelist in Bohemia who uses a baguette instead of a sword. The trick is, whenever they start losing, the fight just turns into a picnic. Mick Pucks, the amazing codemaster who programmed our website, also wrote the script for the spell that transported Headmaster Lucanus and the other teachers away from Gladehome during the tournament. Heavy stuff. Earl and Kathleen L., a married couple of death knights who are currently staking out the band of boobs and wait, did you just hear a noise from the wooden dog? No! Jive G, one of Akarat's hastily made hollow bodies who actually looked pretty good. Yeah, they were hastily done, but it kind of had an abstract art aesthetic to it. Hot shit. Jostrich, the jock ostrich, just started a jaw stretching practice to supplement their strength workouts and is looking lithe. Daniel R. Ram Daniel's evil twin was supposed to be Akarat's steed after he returned victorious, but now that Akarat's dead, Daniel is just kind of freelance lifting for a bunch of low-level demi-demons. Jennifer V. has a V even more vicious than Cobb's. Their secret? Mountain climbers in the cooled and thickening lava from an eruption of Mount Forge. It's not an easy workout regimen to replicate. You gotta sweat it out. Destin C, Carl's younger sibling who idolizes Carl even after everything still doesn't understand that Carl didn't compete. Well, you just idolize him for being so damn solid. Devin B, the Bodega Lord, can grant you anything you desire, but there is a 10 wish minimum if you wanna use a credit card. Christian H. Sergio Salazar Solomon Zacharias de Sesuani, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin with a plus 40 to charisma. It is literally impossible for Sergio to fail a persuasion check. Michael L., the owner of the comic book shop in Hillhome, was very sad that someone stole cleric comics from their own attended store, then very happy to find a big pile of gold waiting for them. Aw, Sam H, Alanis's dealer with the only Bahumian with a higher tolerance than hard one, can triple fist ales. Baller. Trey Lay the Crayfay, who stay still that is. Trey Lay has 120 speed and simply can't stop 
Yippee Skippying. Aaron G, Master of the Banishment spell, makes Akarot look like Crapperot. Jory S, a jacked wizard. Jory earned their massive gains with a balanced diet of mana potions and benching giant tomes. Alucard, a reverse Dracula. Alucard spits blood at their victims. It's honestly worse than being bitten. Baby Doc, the only doctor to ever perform their own C-section. Also the only person to ever sue themselves for malpractice. Adam H was once hit by Eliza's airship and lived for three whole days. RIP Adam H. Ryan, hard ones ram. Luckily for Adam H, Ryan was waiting for them on the great heavenly plain of Mount Celestia together. They skip around mountains and slam their heads together when they're feeling rowdy. They're not dead, they're fine. Big Buck, pregnant elk, Moonshine's elkin baby. Fun fact, Moonshine now has a telepathic link to Big Buck while she's wearing the thinking cap. John W. Richard X. Machina introduced the Crick to stickers, or as they call them, Crickers. They were immediately banned after youngins immediately tried to stick the Crick and populated the water with thousands of stickers. Sorry, I meant to say polluted the water, but you can also say populated. That sort of vaguely works. Troy McSee, the fanciest lad in all of Bohemia to Troy. Operation Fancy Lad is just operation every day. That's all the time. Cannibalistic Cthulhu, a monster of pure destruction who still makes time to scry their mom every Sunday. You gotta scry on your mom twice a week, at least. Sam L, a Trinivalian steamer who got into some hot water after having a blacked out Blavin on as a guest. Ooh, ooh. Dom R, a mob boss in Galateron who is having an extremely difficult time selling illegal booze to the milk-obsessed populace. Josh S, the revived cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt. Josh is twice as strong as he was before. That is right, he's level four. Look out, boobs. Blitzbeeg Dimitri, owner of Dwarger's Big Borger. The Dwargers who make their fries scoop them out of their fryer with their bare hands so every carton of fries comes with free melted Dwarger skin. Yum. Caleb Storm, I, cup bear in Cord's Great Hall, the anchor of Cord's Flip Cup team. Nicholas C. has starred in every single movie ever made in Bohemia. That includes doing a voiceover for a green teen produced animated VeggieTales ripoff called The Vegetable Stories. Mike H. once totally kicked Quixis's ass, just straight up wrestled the dragon and won. Kevin S., a Glade Home University legend who once farted into the all-caster apparatus. Epic! Absolutely epic, bro. Matthew E., a fire giant who was banished to hell and honestly kind of liked it. Samuel B. lived in Cragwater for a while, but was able to get out of there before the Mithril Madness took effect. Samuel looks back at their time in the mountain with a smile. Tilford G., author of the hit children's book and movie, Ulfgar Goes Punch, was furious to find out that Scoutmaster Denny later went on to rip off their book with Ulfgar Goes Kick. What a craven little piece of shit. Guardian of Light, Zach H., Bahumia's only Keyblade wielder, the only Bahumian ever to fight side by side with Mickey Mouse. Now that's cute. Curtis S. Curtis has never fought alongside Mickey Mouse, but did kick Goofy's ass one time. Colton B., a bully at the Dwarfenage who called Hard One on his bluff that he could eat a thousand eggs. This razzing led to Hard One getting his stomach pump. I was able to eat 888 eggs. Jens Christian T., the only Trinavalian that can win a Coyote Ugly Sword dance against Jens Lindell. Dang, and that was on Instagram, baby. Gage M, the last green teen left in Galateron, recently put up flyers for next year's Jamboree and was promptly thrown into the nearest dungeon. Aaron C, the homeless man that was used by the boobs to distract the chosen back in Galateron, currently sharing the same cell with Gage M. Dang. Montana Monarch, beautiful butterfly royalty who will one day rule the free fairies 
of the Feywild, provided they aren't all killed by trolls. Ellen D, the fiercest woman in Bohemia. Ellen's footsteps cause earthquakes and her battle cry is a tornado. Ellen's greatest nemesis is the other people that live in her apartment building. TJM, the gnome barbarian. By the time you hear TJ's blood curdling teehee, you're already dead. RPKB, R2D2's less helpful cousin, basically a Zippo with wheels, which makes them perfect for their job as Alanis's chief doobie lighter. Oh yeah. Toke up, baby. Taylor S, aka Trask the Traveler, always has potions in case of emergencies. Unfortunately, they're all travel size and only do 1d4 of healing. Damn. Anime Intellect. Bahumia's number one graphic scroll collector has collected every issue of the extremely rare dwarven manga known as Ulf Garuto. Zolo Dolo, a level 20 college of audio engineering bard who produces all of Kid Cobalt's tracks, uses their bardic inspiration to make sure Cobalt's songs all slap for maximum damage. Joshua C, an air elemental custodian at the Elven Academy, currently trying to get demon bloodstains off the floor of the banquet hall. Larissa J, Quixis's elven accountant. Larissa helps the dragon avoid Gladeholm's taxes by managing his private offshore treasure hoards. Right kind of ya. Dylan CM, the wannabe DM, keeps accidentally using a monopoly board instead of a grid playmat. I mean, come on, Dylan. That's, that's a rookie mistake in you. You keep on making it. It's it's not cool. Kelvin Noodles, the pasta elemental. Kelvin recently learned wild pasta magic and now rolls a d6 to determine the stuffing used in their ravioli blast attack. B-Money, Balnor's hip-hop alter ego, wears a giant gold tuna on a chain around their neck and keeps accidentally trying to eat it. Seems like it's not an accident at this point. Jay, an iron deep dwarf trying to stall the chosen's approach by posting a sign that says milk this way with an arrow pointing towards a cliff foolproof, but they do have wings. They're birds after all. Heartless Master, a cruel boss that makes everyone in their department work overtime. They're also an actual zombie whose heart was stolen by a bird, but that's no excuse for poor management tactics. C.C. Lulu, a Bohemian clothier that makes chainmail so flexible and light you can actually do yoga in it. It gives you a negative three to AC, but it's honestly worth it. Looks great on Shay, by the way. Paul B, Akarat's assistant, currently looking for a new gig, so if you're a dark lord in need of motivated professional work experience, crafting unknowable flesh horrors to serve your dark purpose, hit Paul up. Barnsinator, a magic barn with huge chicken legs that walks around tending to the crops and livestock of its master, the Farmiyaga. Yasmin, aka the Yasminian Devil, a chaotic demon recruited by Ilsa to deal with all the adventurers in Bohemia who threaten his rule with their bugs, bunny ass shenanigans. Eric G. opened Bohemia's first juice store, currently offering a special rate on their Uku's Goofberry Cleanse. That's going to clear your system for sure. Jackalope Oddity, the drummer for Pendergreen's favorite new metal band, Rat Nuts. Jackalope has a 30-piece drum kit that they play by whipping individual drums with their long, incredibly dirty dreadlocks. Zach C., an elven sage who created a powerful cap that gives a plus 10 charisma bonus to the rare few cool enough to pull it off. In the common tongue, it is known as the Kangle. Aiden R., Pendergast's childhood best friend, Aiden owned a souped-up drill car invented calling people knobs. They're also currently imprisoned in a gem for selling bootleg energy drinks outside of the Esri 7-Eleven. Jeremy R., the bartending assassin for the SS Stormborn, 
once killed three men with a single cocktail umbrella, which is a lot lamer than it sounds. Jeremy basically poked them until they bled out. Torturous, even. Ellie Kay, the offspring of a forbidden romance between an anti-paladin and a chosen angel. Ellie was born with leathery bat wings and an addiction to chocolate milk. Jesus. Luke H., a snarky orc whose posts on Yelp, not to be confused with their brother, a snorkeling orc who floats in kelp. Ritterin, Kaka's former master. To fill the crow-shaped hole in their heart, they recently adopted a baby named Gaga. Thoughtful. I'm hopeless. A down-on-their-luck adventurer tried arcane to lift their spirits, but all their hair turned to feathers and then fell out. At least it was cool for a little bit. Timmy R. Runs a magic orb store in Gladehome. If you need orbs, then this is your storb. Alex M, a high elf turned hay elf. That's right, a witch cursed Alex, and now they're a straw stuffed scarecrow. Kaka, watch out. Kaka's afraid of that type of shit. Cody John H, the only teacher that Mavericks likes. At least once a week, Cody shows up hungover and plays the sorcerer's apprentice on the projector. It rules. Aaron R.S., pandemonium's only therapist, currently helping the goat fiend make more goat friends. Lucas B., a Shadowfell bartender who invented a fruity blood drink named Fangria just minutes after the boobs slaughtered all the vamps. Tough luck, Lucas. Reuben A., leader of an ancient dragon cult attempting to resurrect the dragon queen Tiamat, who is super PO'd at Thiala and Akrot for stealing their thunder. Jordan L., the greatest tuba player in Bohemia, known to use his tuba to murder enemies, then win their loved ones over with a crisp tune. Laura S., a star spawn who runs a jujitsu gym called Sparspawn. After an epic sesh, all of Laura's students go to the bar Laura actually owns, Sparspawn. Laura is making cash hand over fist. Jay Parker, the first player to hit a so-so sick trick playing the giant shredder game at Smuggler's Bounty. Jeff donated all of their cash to the Frostwind Dwarfenage in an act the Dwarfins deemed whatever, dude. Austin C., the Jester Mage, a sorcerer who imbues items with wild magic and wreaks havoc on the world. When the Chosen were staying in Moonshine Stump, Austin magically re reversed the pipes on Moonshine's toilet to hilariously unhygienic results. Austin M. R., a.k.a. the butcher known as Bonesaw, trying very hard to sell their new recipe for cobalt beef to Dwarger's Big Burger. Just a pissed off tryst a.k.a. touch it, graciously letting their hair turn autumnal colors as they age. Damn, work it, Triss. Kaylee, Elise, the honey queen with a heart of gold. Kaylee leaves their back door unlocked and their fridge stocked, so displaced honey goblins can come get the honey whenever they please. Dave J, Bellin the Bard, a traveling bard that follows the band of boobs around singing the tales of their exploits. Hard One continually requests Dashboard Confessional and Dave just isn't sure if he should keep on indulging him. Devin W, a Charizard bard. Pretty cool, just a, just a Pokemon in Bohemia. That has to be illegal, I think. Chris H, a bird who is incredibly insulted that the chosen angels are being called birds. But don't worry, Chris, you are the angel. Chenua B, a skeletal mouse who taunts Erdan's skeletal cat. Try as she might, Chenua is just too clever and too quick to ever be caught. Sam H, Lydia Stormborn's vice ruler of Shadowfell. Sam doesn't have very many responsibilities, but as long as their soul doesn't get imprisoned forever, they believe they're being groomed to be next in line. Jared E, Lydia Stormborn's personal assistant in Shadowfell, currently plotting how to trap vice ruler Sam's soul in a gem forever. 
Brian, Pendergast's former roommate, tried moving into the jar with the star spawn, but had to move out because their conversation was just was just too dense. Brian couldn't keep up. Couldn't keep up. They're too quick-witted, those star spawn. Her Majesty Claudette, Queen of the Crick, though at the Crick, everyone is their own queen, so Claudette's orders are typically ignored. Carborough, Chapel Hill, FPV, a gnome bodybuilder who holds the Bohemian record for the heaviest squat, and that actually may be the source of Hard One's distaste for gnomes. Persephone knows power word kill and also power word krill. Persephone can kill you or summon thousands of crustacean anytime they want. Joseph M, the half-orc bard-ish. Joseph attended Bohemia's Bard College of Valor and flunked out because of bad grades. Now Joseph works as an airship gas station attendant and plays the loot in his mom's basement. Also thinking about dusting off the old fort in the attic, you know, just in case they need somewhere else to, uh, to loot. Reese and S, Blavin's drinking buddy, Reese is the only person who can understand Blavin both figuratively and literally since Blavin tends to drink himself into a stupor. Jackie, a super wit rich bullywug who lives in Galateron, had a Scrooge McDuck style vault full of brown leaves and another one filled with platinum. Haley, a green teen organizational employee who's tasked with planning next year's Jamboree and already getting worried with that with the impending Great War, the Jamboree may once again have to be canceled. Stephen C., a glorious big tuna fish that haunts Balnor's dreams. Stephen is wild and free and will never be caught, canned, or eaten. Sorry, Balnor. Doobie Ashtray. Old Cobb uses Doobie Ashtray whenever he sits down to get baked and work on his act. Old Cobb wouldn't be able to keep it light without you, Doobie. Diane W., the captain of Mavericks' ultimate frisbee team. Mavericks is too cool for almost everyone, but he does think that Diane is pretty chill, actually. Maxwell C. fights their battles holding their sword by the blade and stabbing people with the hilt. It seems inefficient, but hey, it's been working so far, so keep it up. Mike K., a Bahumian gymnast who is on the cover of the classic cereal, Meaties. It's a high-protein beef cereal from Dwarger's Big Burger. Michael M., a Bahumian swimmer who stares Mike K's photo in the eyes as they pound bowl after bowl of meaties, vowing to be the next athlete on the cover. Omri M., a tweenage kraken, not quite as sullen as a teenage kraken, but not so innocent as a baby kraken. Omri is just a, a cool kraken who's into Drake and Josh. Loves Nickelodeon. All right. Thank you all. You honor us. That was a HeadGum Podcast.